Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. It's time for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Pinch me, David. I'm not sure I'm awake. I I had a nightmare that the Hornets scored seven points in a, in the first quarter, but then had a, an amazing dream where those same Hornets came back and defeated the San Antonio Spurs. Am I am I still dreaming? You know, it's it's possible. It's it's really early, and I thought <laughs> March Madness was over for a few days, but I think it was true, Doug. That was uh, pretty pretty insane. My God! I mean, look, I'm I'm already feeling a little under the weather, and I was try. I went I went to the arena, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to save my voice, and you know, but there's only so much a man can take. Before he must, he must cheer. I had to cheer. You must let your presence be felt. It was, yeah, it was primal. It was just a primal instinct. I mean, you know, you witness the seven-point first quarter, but then you mm. you you witness Jeremy Lin score twenty-nine points and seven rebounds, sixty-one percent from the field, four of four from beyond the arc, had fifteen points in the fourth quarter, and and then Jeremy Lamb. You know, had sat for the past few games in favor of Troy Daniels. He gets the call tonight or last night, 15 minutes, only had four points. Set after the game, he wasn't in a rhythm offensively, but he had seven rebounds, two assists, one steal, two really, really key blocks. The team was plus 10 when Jeremy Lamb was on the floor. David, just amazing performances all around this Hornets team. They get the victory, comeback victory, 91 to 88 against, again, the San Antonio Spurs, who had just a few nights ago beaten the Golden State Warriors. That means the Hornets are the best team in the NBA, right? Uh, it's the only thing that you can surmise from that, I think. <laughs> I mean, one, one guy you didn't mention was uh, the newest Hornet, Courtney Lee, who I thought was big, uh, had one of his best games, if not his best games, uh, in the teal and purple, and was that guy that we thought we might see was big and big spots, hit some really big shots. I mean, when you're coming back from 23, every shot is big, but he was able to knock down a couple of threes as well. And on a night when Kimball Walker, you know, didn't have it, um, was maybe being focused on more by the Spurs. But to be honest, you know, when you come back down from 23, when you score seven points in the first quarter, there's a lot that goes into that comeback. A lot, you know, you're you're not you're not allowed to do it, but your opponent contributes some to that. And I, I just thought once they, you know, got it to ten, it was a 15 point game at halftime. It wasn't insurmountable, but when you look over at who you're playing, who's sitting on that bench, you know what they had just done. It, it felt like like it was going to be a very long night, and it was a long night. But it ended with, I mean, just an insane, a linsane performance, if you will. I mean, that was linsanity from a few years ago, but a much more mature player, Jeremy Lin, and he couldn't be stopped. I mean, there was nothing they could do to contain him down the stretch. It was 
it was pretty unbelievable to watch. No, yeah, Popovich said after the game that they just simply could not stop Jeremy Lin, and he was hitting he was hitting open three point shots. He was hitting really tough two point shots. He was what mm-hmm. y- you have to call kind of in the zone, and and I loved yeah. his shot looked so much. I don't know if it looked all that much different. It looked less kind of hammer tossy. It's it's been looking a little like a hammer toss lately, and it certainly not looked comfortable his shot but last night he he looked in the zone maybe he figured something out with with his shot um but it you know even the three pointers that he's hit over the past couple of games have looked like you know they they didn't really want to go in but they were like all right I'll go in uh so but these were these were just beautiful beautiful shots that he took and and he just felt it and he took the game over and and that's what you want to see that's why you brought Jeremy Lin in because right. you knew he was going to be more than a serviceable backup point guard, he was going to be able to play off guard, and he was going to have a few nights where he could step up and take a game over. And that's such an amazing asset to have if you're the Charlotte Hornets. And I just look at the Super Jeremy brothers in this game, two guys who who've really struggled these past few weeks. Lynn played through the adversity. Lamb had to sit through it. And, and I don't know, David, what's worse, having to play through the adversity or sit through it. But I do know that both. Sitting, sitting. You think sitting? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you're. Sitting. But yeah, but you know, w- w- when you're playing, I feel like it can be even more frustrating because y- you go out game after game, you continue to disappoint, and, and and it's almost like quicksand. You just dig yourself deeper and deeper, and, and you you know that's why like in baseball, you know they'll give a guy a couple of games off or something just to kind of clear his head. And I think it really helped Jeremy Lamb, who Clifford said at practice before the game that Jeremy Lamb is not a guy who's used to playing night in and night out. And so it's an adjustment for him, and and maybe that contributed to some of his struggles that led to his benching. And he certainly responded like the time away from the game helped clear his head. But, you know, whatever, whatever the situation, both of these guys sacrificed every ounce of energy they had for one night of Hornets glory it was special to watch, and I just think it goes to the additions that this Hornets team made in the offseason. They brought in some guys that could step up on a given night, and they certainly did. Yeah, and that's the thing. They have more than one guy that can go off on any one night, and we've seen it a couple of times. Batum has had his night. Marvin has had his night, which is not a guy you would expect, really, to be honest, coming into this season. Now, we've seen what Marvin's done this year. But, you know, even Al, you can still have him go off for a night. And then, of course, you got Jeremy Lin, who did it last night. I mean, the bench points last night, we've talked so much about the bench lately, 41 to 18 in favor of the Hornets. So, I mean, the Spurs were paced very much so by their their star-studded uh, first five double-doubles from both the Marcus Aldridge and Tim Duncan. Um, but the Hornets bench, I mean, specifically Jeremy, Jeremy Lin was just too much to handle him. You know, if you would have said you're going to score seven points in the first quarter, Kimba Walker's going to score six points for the game. Yeah, Kimba. And Marvin only had. Yeah, Marvin didn't play yeah. well, and Kimba and Al combined for three of twenty from the field for nine points. Yeah, I mean that that that's that that is not a win <laughs> before this season. You know, so they've really brought in some other guys who can fill in around them, and uh, when you've got some other people that can do things. You're, you're a much more dangerous team, and obviously we've seen that this year. So, 
you know, when you talk about guys getting votes for season awards, uh, Clifford, Cho, you know, Lynn's name was tossed around a little bit in the six-man role last night. I mean, you're going to start seeing some of that as the team wins. I and mean, that's what we've missed. You know, when Kemba's missed all-star games, people have missed, you know, um, improvement awards or whatever. It's because the wins aren't there. Now the wins are there, so we'll see if, you know, some people start to, start to sit up and take notice. A game like that on NBA TV last night certainly can't hurt. Exactly. A win against the Spurs can't hurt. So uh, it's a pretty fun time right now. Yeah, I mean, the Hornets are collecting really big wins against Miami. Then, you know, the Denver game was certainly a letdown, but they respond. They beat uh, the San Antonio Spurs, who are the second-best team in the NBA, but they're probably the best second-best team in the history of the NBA. Uh, They're only slightly overshadowed by the greatness that is the Golden State Warriors. But, you know, we've talked a lot about the offense, David, but it took a Herculean defensive effort Mm -hmm. to stop Mm -hmm. a San Antonio team that moves the ball really well, that shoots the three really well. They were 4 of 17 from beyond the arc for the game. Danny Green was 0 of 5 from the game, and a lot of that had to do with both Courtney Lee and Jeremy Lin, who made an amazing closeout on Danny Green on the final possession of the game to, to make that uh, that that three that would have tied the game very difficult for Green, and defensively we talked about the bench points, forty one bench points to San Antonio's eighteen, but they they held the San Antonio bench to thirty one point eight percent from the field, and and I thought they really did what the Pacers uh, did to the Spurs in in San Antonio's last loss, which has really turned them into a jump shooting team, a mid range jump shooting team, and. You know, that can work for LaMarcus Aldridge, but if you turn some of those bench guys, you know, Manu and uh, Patty Mills and a couple of those other guys, if you can turn them into jump shooting guys, then you've got a chance. I'm not saying you're going to win, but you, you ha- and, and that's the thing with the Spurs. You just have to go in there. Clifford put it best. You have to go in there and compete. That's step one. If you're not doing that, then you've got no shot. And then you just hope that a couple of their rotation guys have a bad night at the same time. And that seemed to be what happened in San Antonio or against San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things went right as far as, as the Hornets' perspective after that first quarter. I mean, you mentioned Danny Green, 0 for 7 from the field. And, you know, the Spurs had just come off a big win. They were, <laughs> they were up 28 to 7 <laughs> at the end of the first quarter. So maybe a, a little uh, case of taking their foot off the gas. But, you got to give the Hornets all the credit in the world. Uh, you know, you're going to get some help, like I said, when you come back from that from that many points down in that situation. But um, very impressive win to see. It was fun to see Jeremy Lin get interviewed on NBA TV after that game. You just don't see it a lot often. And for Hornets fans, I think that's the cool thing about it. You know, it's you can look up there at 40 wins. And um, the the Charlotte was, the Charlotte Stars were out in droves. You had Panthers players, Nelly. Uh, you had uh, NASCAR drivers. Denny Hamlin was there. I mean, the, the so start. How was the? How did it feel like there were a lot of Spurs fans there? Because that seemed to be the, uh, the yeah. Flavor I mean, look, you, you know, yeah, you, you you win fifty plus games every year, and and you're sure. going to acquire some the, some fans nationally. And Charlotte certainly has its fair share of. Uh, it didn't surprise. It has its fair share of transplants. It didn't surprise me that there were a lot of San Antonio fans there. You know what team always surprises me that that travels extremely well in Charlotte? The Pistons. The Pistons. I, I can't believe it. Every time 
Detroit visits Charlotte, there are a ton of Detroit Pistons fans. It's amazing. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, a great fourth quarter by the Hornets. Again, Lynn scores 15. Uh, Batum had some clutch defense on Kawhi Leonard with about 45 seconds left. Uh, ball denial and then a great closeout on Kawhi Leonard. I had to mention that because it's just a piece of, of beautiful inside defensive basketball from Batum who you know, certainly has his share of defensive lapses, but boy, when he turns it on, he is just a dangerous, dangerous defensive player. The Hornets snap a 10-game losing streak to the San Antonio Spurs, the last win coming all the way back in January of 2010. And David, the Hornets needed this victory because the Celtics, Pacers, Bulls, and Pistons all won last night. The Hornets remain in sixth place. They're a half game back now from Miami, Boston, and Atlanta. Atlanta, who did bother to lose. They were the only team, really, in this race that bothered to lose last night. They just, yeah, they don't get much help, even when they get a huge win over the Spurs. It's crazy. No, it's, yeah, it's absolutely insane. So we'll, we will have more analysis of this game. Um, plus, we have. We have a great show in store for you tonight. Don't uh, don't think we're done. That's all I'm saying. Because we've got Taylor Zarzer from SiriusXM. He'll be on to talk some college hoops. And we also have our Hornets uh, at the Hive roundtable question. Uh, who, Which current Hornet player or staff member had the best NCAA tournament run? We'll ask that question. We'll talk about Jeremy Lin and a possible sixth man of the year candidacy and much, much more. So much in this. Oh, Charlotte Tees is also going to be on the vintage T-shirt uh, outlet on online retailer that's going to be on the show. And, and they're doing a Hornets uh, regional Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte March Madness, March Madness. Bracket, bracket. So we'll talk to them as well about their Hornets region. It's a whole region of the bracket right. that's dedicated to the Hornets. It's going to be a really fun show tonight, 6 o'clock, hivetalklive.com. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, by the way, we also have a game tonight. The Hornets have a game tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> they have to travel to oh, yeah. Brooklyn, so we'll have a preview of that game as well. So, again, hivetalklive.com, 6 o'clock p.m. Follow us on Twitter, at hivetalklive, and uh, we'll see you tonight. All hail the Teal and Purple. With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for $8 with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are 10 for $10 with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is $0.20 cents per gallon and $1 per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to 25 gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com.